Welcome into a story for another time podcast. I'm Joe Greenwood. That's John Jacob. Hey, everybody. You can find us on Spotify now, on Amazon Music, your Apple Podcasts, uh, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, on your Facebook Podcasts, Deezer Podcast Addict, Podcast Addicts, and anywhere you may find podcasts. That's a lot of choices, Joe. Anywhere you like to get your podcasts, okay. you'll find us there. All right. Just search for Story for Another Time Podcast. Find us on Facebook, Story for Another Time Podcast, and Story yes. for Another Time Podcast at Gmail. If you got comments, we'd love to hear from you. We have a very special guest in our podcasting studio today, the palatial uh, studios of That's a Story for Another Time. <laughs> and uh, today's guest is Mr. Scott Witzig. Hi, guys. Hey, welcome to the podcast. Welcome Thank to the you. show. And I really, when when uh, Joe and I first started talking about the podcast, this is the honest truth, before we even made a podcast, you wanted to get community leaders on here, people from the community. And Scott, you're one of the first people I thought of. Hey? Honored. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, you're big time in oh, this man. town. You know that? Wow. So Scott is a community leader. He, is, he has his hands in all kinds of different things, <laughs> but he might be best known as the uh, head of the Mort Community Foundation right now. And another reason I wanted Scott on here is we also kind of wanted some history of the town. And Joe asked in my in our first time together, yeah, uh, what are what's something I would bring back if something I could? You would bring back. It's on the list. You'll face it later. But <clears throat> one thing I would bring back, and I this is awesome. Uh, great memories of this store is Witzig's Department Store. Uh, that was a that was a fixture in our community for I don't know how many years, but Scott will get uh, started on that and kind of fill us in on the history. But before we go any farther, uh, this is for the goose. Department stores were what we had before there was Amazon. So yeah, tell <laughs> us about used to be able to instead of one day delivery, you could just go pick it up exactly it and try it on. Yeah, and admire yourself in mirrors, all that stuff. But yeah, Scott, tell us about your experience with Witzigs. Okay, well, I grew up uh, working at the store when I was just a little kid. And uh, one of the first things that I got assigned to do on a weekend, if if I stopped down to the store, my dad would pay me a quarter to go down to the shoe department and dust off the shoe boxes. I would do that for a couple hours and get my quarter, and that was my start you know (laughs) so then as i got a little bit older i became uh more of like a stock boy and in our store they called the stock boy a 2-1 it was the code that they would announce over the loudspeaker and it would they would say 2-1 go to the children's department yeah so i guess they didn't want anybody to hear the word stock boy but that's what i did next interesting um as I got a little older, I was really more interested in art and graphic design. So when I went to uh, college with that, they put me also working in the advertising department at the store. So I helped put together, you know, the flyers and postcards that got mailed out, the newspaper ads, which at the time you had to cut and paste or rub off letters to make the headlines and cut pictures out of a clip art book and put them in there. So you didn't have pictures of the actual clothes. If you were talking about suits 20% off, you just had a random sketch of a suit and you cut that out and wax the back of it and stick it down. We used to make sale signs using um, 
just lead type. And so you would you would pull the letters off the grid of different letters, larger, smaller, caps, uh, uh, lowercase, and then just lock them into a grid on the uh, the base of this device. Then you would grab a roller and roll ink over the top of those oh. letters, stick a piece of cardboard in and roll the roller over the top. And that's how you made a sign that said 20% off arrow dress shirts. Well, it's almost like Ben Franklin printing press technology. A little bit. <laughs> where was this? I don't know. Pretty much the whole block downtown where like Seasons, seasons is. is yeah. um, oh, wow. It's that almost the whole complex, right? Yeah, I think Heiser Insurance was at one end, and then there were a couple of buildings like Home Instead and uh, Binkley Jewelers. I think other than those three buildings, the rest were all... Wasn't there a little hardware store right next door to it, too? Yeah, at one time. Between our store and the hardware store, the main street had a lot of activity. I remember on Saturdays, yeah. you it was packed downtown all the time. I remember that uh, for Christmas one year, we we were going to have Santa Claus come into town. We, we tried it like we're bringing him in on a fire truck. So mm. he comes in, kids are lined up down the street, and Santa Claus <laughs> is waving, and that was fun. We decided one time, we're going to have him parachute into town. <laughs> and so he's got a parachute. We got the Illinois Valley Parachute Club. Um, somebody dressed up as an elf, and somebody as Santa Claus, and we uh, they were going to land in the Jefferson School playground. Okay. And that was going to be our big thing that day. And uh, I, I was part of the Downtown Business Association, so I was helping organize this thing. And Keith Wayman, the uh, Wayman's True Value, he, he was really concerned about liability. What, what if Santa Claus splats on the ground because his parachute doesn't open? <laughs> This is going to be the worst, you know, situation. He said, we, we said, well, you can't, you know, so we all kind of, come on, Keith, we can, <laughs> we can do it. Let's not be scared of every possibility. And he says, I'll tell you how, how concerned I am. I quit being on the Downtown Business Association until this weekend is over. And we're like, okay, that's serious. Yeah. He says, I want that in the minutes because that way, you know, if something happened, yeah, yeah. he, he, it could be clear. Right. I was not a member. I wasn't for it. And you can't blame me. So, you know, I mean, the guy had his principles. And yeah. You sure. had to, you had to go with it. So, so, so what happened to Sam? I was going to say, I'm, I'm hanging here. He, he, he landed, um, clear over by the roller rink. Okay. Yeah. So kids were all surrounding the playground. Yeah. And then he starts coming down and all of a sudden kids are just running. Like, he's going, he's going and he starts, you know, heading over and they're running across the streets. And, you yeah. know, that could have been not so good, too. Well, but it worked out. Back, I'm glad out. it wasn't a WKRP yeah. turkey giveaway. <laughs> Remember that episode of WKRP? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. WKRP is the reason I wanted to get into radio. Are you kidding me? Honest to God. Wow. Right? So you say you would want to bring it back. Why are we bringing it back? It's, it's, they had everything. It, I think it was the people there uh, to help you and just the hands-on service you got. And they really cared. And it was very personal. And uh, there's so many aspects to the store. It was just a wonderful place. And you, like, like, like Scott said, I mean, you, 
you didn't have to wait a day or whatever to get it. You just walked out, found what you liked, they had the people there to take care of you. Sure. And it's just, that's where you went. I mean, that was just, I think it was just part of my childhood, you know? Mm. That's where I grew up going there. That's where we always went for any occasion, you know? We had a lot. We had a big men's suit business, so that was yeah. kind of big. Kind and of. I was able to get, I think, in sixth grade, so I, that would have been 1977. I got my lime green polyester leisure suit there. <laughs> I was styling. Man. Let me tell you. We gotta find a picture of this. I'm no kidding. <laughs> yeah, leisure suits came and went in a flash. Yeah. And I know and I some have stories from my dad that we got stuck with some leisure suits. Yeah. <laughs> because the fad came and it hit hard and it was like you couldn't buy enough and just keep bringing them in and all of a sudden it was not cool anymore to have a leisure mm-hmm. suit right and now we've got all these leisure suits and nobody wants them even from you know half off or whatever on sidewalk <laughs> sales well if you still got them they might come back around you oh, never man. know i'm sure they have probably a couple times already yes you never know stuff tends to come around right mm-hmm. so well, i just like the whole concept of personal service you know and i've changed a lot mm-hmm. in time i mean i remember when they, when you could start purchasing on the internet, uh-huh. and this was probably like nine, the mid to late nineties, I did this. I purchased all of my Christmas presents online, and that was a big deal. Yeah, that was a big deal. Nineties, especially. Yes, and I wound up having to go to the post office on Christmas Eve to pick up one of the things that had just gotten in. <laughs> so I thought that was really cool. But now I think the older I get, the more I miss. Those personal service kinds of things. A little bit. So, See, I agree. I like to touch things and feel yeah. things. And my wife, Jenny, she's always ordering something online. And then she's like, oh, well, this isn't what I thought it was. And then it goes right back. And I'm like, yeah. well, you know, if you were in a store, you would have said, oh, no. But, yeah, now we're sending things mm-hmm. back and forth. I know. Um, so tell us, your, your most recent work is with the uh, Morton Community Foundation. Yes. How's that come about? Community Foundation was started in 2000. And I... Um, this was about 2000, I think it took two and a half years for that to all come into fruition. They were realizing that as a foundation, they've got, they're run by all volunteers. They're not making a whole lot of headway from month to month. And if we want to grow this foundation, we're going to need somebody that wakes up every morning thinking about what can be done to grow the foundation. And so, and so they finally made the decision and I started in 2007 and here we are today. I guess it's been 14 years. Wow. So, yeah, the Community Foundation is really an organization. We're a 501c3 charity, mm-hmm. and we use the tagline, we gather, grow, and grant. We gather tax-deductible charitable gifts from donors who have a passion for some sort of um, charitable cause or a nonprofit organization, a school, a church. Um, and we invest those gifts those tax deductible gifts and we grow them so that we can use the growth from the investments to give grants back to those causes that the donor set it up for yeah it's it's been amazing to watch it grow um i think when i started in 07 we had eight hundred thousand dollars in endowment and uh today we're uh over 12 million wow and it's just a beautiful thing to watch the checks get distributed every year mm-hmm. to the local nonprofits. I mean, last year we distributed about three hundred and eighty-five thousand dollars back 
to our local nonprofits and schools. And I know Bethel Lutheran has been recipient of some of that. And uh, yeah, no, we've we've really benefited from the community foundation. I'm so thankful that you're in town and and running it because uh, we actually established an endowment fund for the school through there. And that's done very well. Uh, you guys have done a great job growing that and uh, building, I like to consider it building up for our future of the school yeah. in that. But then on the other side, we've also gotten several grants from the community foundation that's benefited our school greatly. Like uh, just this uh, winter, we replaced all of our projectors for our smart boards in our classrooms, thanks to grant from the community oh, foundation. Yeah, and and yeah, the what was it? Twenty twenty COVID grant was the air scrubbers. Yeah, air oh, the yeah. air purifiers. Yeah, yeah that was yeah. huge. Yeah, so that was huge. We were able to also, besides our endowed funds, we were able to collect uh, non-endowed uh, disaster relief funding mm-hmm. from local donors that were primarily also matched by corporate gifts by Caterpillar and State Farm and uh, Compere Financial. Okay. So a number of charities that gave like three to, well, Caterpillar was like a three to one match. So if somebody gave $500, it became 2000 because they would give 1500 Right, yeah, yeah. The initial yeah. gift. You know, it's a great community organization that does a lot of good in the community. So uh, thanks for taking that under your wing, Scott. Yeah. You've done a great job with Thank it. You. Now you do great work, but now it's uh, it's time for you to face some of our more Uh-oh. difficult questions. Okay, so here we go. Here, here we of... go. First, yeah. let's get to. I was on the elliptical yesterday, and I thought of my friend John Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> I need to, I need to do some of that. <laughs> okay, so I, I texted John. What is your favorite song in a genre that's outside of your usual, or what is expected of you? Oh, so, goodness sakes. What do you normally listen to? Well, so I'm not very good at remembering actual specific songs or words <laughs> on songs, but there's a group called Tuba Skinny. Tuba Skinny. Tuba Skinny Jazz Band. And they are pretty awesome. Really? New Orleans jazz. Um, yeah, pretty funky. and. Oh, I would uh, like that too. Yeah. And this is unusual right there. Yeah, that's unusual. Swing, you sinners. Just wave your arms all about. And let the Lord hear you shout. Just pour that music right out. Swing stuff, like from 100 years ago. That type of stuff. I like know? it a lot. Which is back. Uh-huh. So because, well. You're a DJ. I mean, yeah. You're, are you going to make Cuba Skinny party. some of your uh, playlists now? As you if go we're out? doing a, uh, a Roaring Twenties. Rowing 20 parties are, are big, and actually, really? a few of them before the pandemic, okay. people wanted to do flappers and all that stuff. That sounds like from the 20s, yeah. That's what I'm saying. You're, yeah. Tuba skinny. I like yeah. it. I'm going to put that on my uh, Pandora. I, re- I really like Viking music, and there's a song called Valhalla Calling. It's just so heroic and tough and bold. Fires are rising and the bells are ringing Glory take us into Odin's halls Golden liver and the sound of singing if I, if I were to work out, that's what I would play while I was working out. <laughs> yeah, we could do squats to that. Yeah, without a doubt. 
I okay. <laughs> we'll go with Doesn't that just inspire you though? Know? Aren't you inspired to get on a ship and just go sail somewhere? Letting your hair blow in the breeze and uh, or over my skin, whatever the case may be. <laughs> sure. Yeah, so that's yeah. All right. Well, you asked for something that people wouldn't expect, and that's I did. Yes, yeah, that one is most is definitely outside. Yeah, really <laughs> Warm little fuzzball principal by day, Viking warrior by night. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> So, Joe, you said yours was interesting. Mine is interesting because, and I've loved this song for a very long time. Okay. Uh, a bit about my background. Uh, we started the rock station in town, 105.7 The X. It used to be 99X. Uh, oh, yeah. we, we flipped it to 105.7 The X, and people know me as the rock guy or the country guy because I did uh, 104.9 The Wolf locally as well. Oh, yeah. Lots of stations in between. Uh, but those are the ones, besides WMBD Talk Radio, that people know me from. So most people think of me in those type of genres. But then I blow them out of the water with one of my all-time favorites. Okay. Yeah, this does not look like you. Kind of girly there, Joe. What? No. Yeah, kind of girly for you. You're a big, tough-looking guy, and... That's one of my favorite songs of all time. <laughs> wow. What is it about that song you like so much? I don't know. What? What? I mean, what? you asked me, I had an answer. If you saw the video, you saw that it's extremely easy to dance to. You just kind of, like, step left, step right, step left, and then go forward and then back. It's just it's just an easy dance. It's, it's fun. Easy. You don't think about it too much. Okay. It well. is an easy dance, because I'm terrible at it. <laughs> I'll tell you, see, people dance, hundreds of, probably thousands of people dance throughout the years. Yeah. The people that are the best at it are the ones that just don't care. I just know. do it. I know. So there's people that, you know, know all the dances and know all the moves, but they're the ones that also get messed up or My irritated if they mess up. Or like that. They just are, they don't, nothing, they're uninhibited. So yeah. they just go for it. And I wish, I wish I could be uninhibited and I just can't do it. What is holding you back, I know, Scott? I don't know. What is, is it your position in the community? Maybe. Is that it? People, you know, say, <laughs> I'll never give to that one. <laughs> After I saw that dance, I, I, I was going to give a million dollars on my estate. Yeah. It's what makes you seem more human now and personal yeah. to people. Okay. Okay, Scott, so it's time for the list. <laughs> the list. You're going to experience it. Right. The first one on the list is, what is your guilty pleasure? How about all sorts licorice? What? Never heard of that. All, all, sorts? Sorts. all sorts. That's the particular brand? No, it's a type. All sorts. Okay, I am it's the, the little factor. The ones with the colorful little, it's black licorice with colorful injected. I've never mm -hmm. heard of this, but okay. is it black licorice? Black yeah, licorice? black licorice, yeah. Ugh. Oh. There's like squares that are layered with colors. This right oh, here? Oh, man, I love that stuff. That looks terrible. Oh, it's so good. Really? Yeah. Are you a black licorice fan Not or a red really. licorice fan? I wouldn't fan? buy black licorice, but I love that. Oh, really? Yeah. Does it well, it obviously weird? doesn't taste like black licorice, though, does it? Yeah. I mean, you know, it's got this other sweetness, so it, like, yeah. Where do you get this, Scott? Well, you can buy it at Nina's Hardware here in Morton. All right. Okay. Um, so, Joe... Yep. Next podcast, we're going to have this. We're we'll going to try, try it, it on, on mic. Yeah, they have the um, Aussie licorice 
of every different kind, and one of the kinds is all sorts. I will provide the all sorts uh, licorice for the all next sorts, podcast. Yeah. It's a weird thing, but man, when I start eating, all right, I tell myself you got to stop. Well, it'll make you sick. We're gonna try it at licorice, the next you know? one, and I will probably have a whole bag minus two pieces to drop off at the community <laughs> foundation the next day. Minus all right. Two. <laughs> We will. So that'll be a story for another time. What we think of all sorts. A story for another time. I've never heard of this before. No. I I cannot stand licorice, but I am going to try it. Not even like Twizzlers? No. No. No, 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 no. Wait, you're all offended by Twizzlers all of a sudden? I don't like them. There are three things I can't stand. Uh, Licorice. Licorice, (laughs) lima beans, and penny loafer shoes. Whoa. Those are very um, unique and not disconnected. Yeah. You I understand why? the lima beans. No, because I ate all kinds of licorice once when I was a kid, and I got sick on it and threw up. I ate lima beans as a kid once and threw up. And when I was six years old, I got a brand new pair of penny loafers. That day I got them, I threw up. <laughs> I still cannot wear penny loafers without feeling queasy. Oh, I have man. issues. <laughs> issues. Get it? Uh, Get okay. Oh, oh. Room, <laughs> no, but no, that's Bad the jokes. truth. I cannot. No, those three things I can't. It's like it's, if I look at a pair of penny loafers, I start getting a little nauseous feeling. Yeah, I'm yeah. the crazy one. Okay. But no. speaking of a lineup, I do have another story. A story for another time. The time I was actually in a police lineup. So yeah, you'll have to listen to the podcast to find out my police lineup experience. I'm gonna definitely subscribe. What is one thing you hope never goes away? Diet Mountain Dew. Oh really? Yeah. Diet Mountain Dew? So you know what's funny is when you ask these questions, I know there's got to be something better, but these are things that just pop into my head. It's hard the the first time. That's why I started making my list of some of these different things. I mean, I'm sure there's something I would rather. That's what we're going for. That's okay. You're doing great. In fact, this one, they get a little bit more difficult as you go on. And this is the one that uh, our friend John failed at so miserably Uh that he made a list that we go through every week. And the one thing he wanted to bring back this week was Whitsick's Department Store. Whitsick's Department Store. So what is one thing you would want to bring back that went away for one reason or another? Okay, this is another, it's just going to be another weird one because it popped into my head. We like weird. We do weird well. uh, (laughs) Ray the Blind Man, who used to come to the Jefferson School Playground, and he had what looked like a mailman's leather pouch filled with different kinds of candy, all sorts of candy. Not I see really. what you did. <laughs> Not really, but he had um, different kinds of candy. And, you know, to us little kids, we were amazed because if you said, I, I'd like to buy a jawbreaker, he knew he's blind, but he knew which pocket. And to us, that was a, almost a miracle. Yeah. Like, how do you know, right, where that the jawbreakers are? And then um, he, I remember kids trying to pay him the wrong amount of money, and he would say, I need a dime. This is a nickel. Wow. And we thought, this guy's amazing. And so today, can you imagine any, any individual mm-hmm. Walking onto the school playground and selling candy to kids. <laughs> no, that, yeah, John, how would that, how would that, that would not go over well at all. <laughs> I would be out there and I would soon be surrounded by 
police vehicles with yes, the man sure, myself. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. you know, we thought that was back awesome. in the day. Again, more innocent times. Yeah, you know, yeah, that would not fly today. I, you know what? Let me just break in here. Maybe it's not necessarily Ray the blind man. It's the innocence of the time that you'd want to bring back. Where no, that's that... Ray the blind. Man. Oh, okay. It's <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. fair. I'll take just that. Just like, don't twist my word. <laughs> this is not what I meant. <laughs> I'll shut up the rest of the time. Here I am. Oh, <laughs> All right, what is something you hate that everyone loves? Um, I think I'm hooked on candy. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the whole food thing. Let me get this picture down. So, yeah, there you go. Got a large picture of licorice um, on the screen here. Let me think on that. This, these are hard questions. That is hard. And just, you're in good company because he's interviewed tons of famous people. Yes. And this is the same list he's gone over with them, too. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sometimes Lots of country stars, rock stars, politicians. Sometimes they get stuck? Uh, no. No, I'm the only one. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, of course mm-hmm. they get stuck. I it's supposed stuck to be yeah. getting stuck. Swimming. Really? Mm-hmm. You hate swimming. Not really the act of swimming. It's having to wear what you wear when you go swimming. <laughs> if in, in any other situation, you told everyone to strip down to their underwear and walk around, they would not be doing that. Right? That's right. You're and right. Somehow it's okay at a swimming pool. So it's just too embarrassing for me. So oh. I can't do it. So wait, you don't take it. Really comes down to for no, guys, I, just a I shirt. Will. So you don't take your shirt off randomly. Uh, well, some maybe. It's just something that I don't. It's like when people say, "I'm gonna come over to our house and go swimming." Like, ugh. <laughs> okay, can I wear a t-shirt? <laughs> Lots of guys wear t-shirts in the pool. Yeah, I. That's what I would need. To. I don't, man. I swim the way I dance. There you Nobody's go. watching. Right. <laughs> see, that's good. But see, there again, I, I'm inhibited, and I need to not be inhibited. Because that's really a pride thing. We'll work on that, Scott. Right? Look, we'll if... work on that. I show up at people's houses like that, and they're like, there's no swimming pool here. Yeah. yeah <laughs> what are you doing there, sir? <laughs> it's a well, dinner party, there right? was a swimming party. Here. Right. <laughs> that's a good answer, Scott. You're doing great. All right. You are killing this list. Thank okay. you. All right. Uh, what is the best piece of advice you wish you could take that is really hard that's why it's on the list okay so i need to get back to the gym after covid it's two years i know but (laughs) still it like threw a curve at me and i haven't been back to the gym hardly since and um one of the things that i don't know if i heard this as advice maybe i did it's more of like Mm self-talk that says don't go in there kill yourself just take it easy like so you can ease into this i cannot do that no i go in there and i think i can i can lift more than that yeah i can do more reps than that or i don't want somebody to think i'm a wimp here you know? <laughs> that's the wrestling <laughs> mentality that's right there right. somehow yep. i just can't do it so then i go home and i just die from pain <laughs> And then I don't want to go back. <laughs> so it takes months of like getting that like the back up. Okay, now I got to go back. Yeah. This time, take it easy. All right. So that's our list. How about advice you want to give us? Keep your day jobs. 
You're doing an awesome thing here. But no, seriously, thanks for all you do for the community. You are a community leader for sure. And your hands are in a lot more than what you told us about. I so. definitely love our town. Yep. It shows. Thank you for doing that. Yeah, thank you. And thank you for coming on today. You're That's welcome. a story for another time. There you go. We'll see you next week. Hometown, cause this is my hometown.